0: Psalm 32, and let's just read together, follow along with us. I'm probably going to read this whole passage because I'm going to try to preach it all if the Lord will let me get through it. Psalm 32, I like this verse. Blessed is he whose transgression is forgiven, whose sin is covered. Boy, we ought to stop right there and say amen. I'm I'm glad my transgression is forgiven, my sin is covered. I'll get there in a second. I'm trying not to get ahead. But I am blessed tonight. I am blessed because my transgression is forgiven and my sin is covered. Verse 2, here's the blessed. Blessed is the man unto whom the Lord imputeth not iniquity, and in whose spirit there is no guile. When I kept silence, my bones waxed old through my roaring all the day long. David said, there's something inside of me that had to get out. And when I was silent, it just welled up in me. Y'all know what that's like? Uh, Now, I know we don't all worship the same. uh, But if you ever get around the presence of God. Amen. Thank you, Brother Joel. If you ever get in the presence of God. And it dawns on you what God did for you at Calvary at the cross. There's something that wells up inside, and you cannot keep it silent. Now, some people, like Brother Jerry, will sit on the platform and cry. And I just want to say, when when Brother Jerry's on the platform and tears come to his eyes, I know God's around. Some people, like me, I'm loud and boisterous. I believe in shouting to the Lord. I believe in making a joyful noise. I believe in, in crying aloud and sparing not uh, I believe if you go to a ball game and you get excited and you shout over a home run, you ought to shout when the Holy Ghost knocks one out of the park. But by the time I don't worship that way, you don't have to. But if you get around the presence of the Lord, something's going to well up inside. And it's got to get out somewhere. David said, when I kept silent, God been so good, I'm blessed. Something welled up in me. I wanted to get it out. Verse number four. For day and night thy hand was heavy upon me. My moisture turned into the drought of summer. I acknowledged my sin unto thee and mine iniquity have I not hid. I said I will confess my transgressions unto the Lord. And thou forgavest the iniquity of my sin, Selah. For this shall everyone that is godly pray unto thee in a time when thou mayest be found. Hallelujah. Jesus can be found. Surely in the floods of great waters, they shall not come nigh unto him. Thou art my hiding place. Thou shalt preserve me from trouble. Thou shalt compass me about with songs of deliverance. Selah. That's three times in this passage, David says, think about it. Think about it. I will instruct thee and teach thee in the way which thou shalt go. I will guide thee with mine eye. Be ye not as the horse or as the mule, which have no understanding, whose mouth must be held in with a bit and a bridle, lest they come near unto thee. Many sorrows shall be to the wicked, but he that trusteth in the Lord, mercy shall compass him about. Amen. Be glad in the Lord, and rejoice, ye righteous, and shout for joy, all ye that are upright in heart. Now David starts this passage with two verses. And two words in in these two verses, blessed. And then he ends the the chapter with the same word, but we see it in the English form, glad. Blessed means glad or happy. Blessed is the man, happy is the man, glad is the man whose transgression is forgiven. We find that blessed is the man all throughout Scripture. Uh, Psalm 1-1, blessed is the man that walketh not in the counsel of the ungodly. Happy and glad is the man that's not standing in the way of sinners or sitting in the seat of the scornful. Happy is that man that walketh not with the counsel of them, but his delight is in the law of the Lord. That's a blessed man. That's a happy man. That's a glad man. Psalm 40 verse 4. Blessed is the man that maketh the Lord his trust and respecteth not the proud. Psalm 84 5. Blessed is the man whose strength is in thee, in whose heart are thy ways of them. Psalm eighty-four, twelve: O O Lord of hosts, blessed is the man... That trusteth in thee. Amen. When you learn to put all your trust in in Christ. You're a happy man. You're a glad man. a A glad lady in the kingdom of Christ. To put all your trust in him. And it is amazing. Brother Jose. We put all of our trust in Jesus Christ. For our soul in eternity. But with the little things of life. Brother Mike. I have a problem. Always trusting. And really, that, that doesn't make a bit of sense. You can trust Christ with all your heart for your eternity, but you can't trust Christ today in that simple thing. And you think you've got to put your hands on it and take care of it yourself? No, blessed is the man that trusteth in thee. That's what the psalmist said. Psalm 112, verse 1, Praise ye the Lord, blessed is the man that feareth the Lord. Proverbs three thirteen. Blessed, happy is the man that findeth wisdom, and the man that getteth understanding. Jesus even taught it and gave the the preaching on the Sermon on the Mount about the blessed man. Seeing the multitudes, he went up into the mountain. And when he was set, his disciples came unto him. And he opened his mouth and taught them, saying, Blessed are the poor in spirit, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Blessed are they that mourn, for they shall be comforted. Blessed are the meek, for they shall inherit the earth. Blessed are they which do hunger and thirst after righteousness, for they shall be filled. You want more of Jesus? Get hungry for him. Blessed are the merciful, for they shall obtain mercy. Blessed are the pure in heart, for they shall see God. Blessed are the peacemakers, for they shall be called the children of God. Blessed are ye when men shall revile you and persecute you and shall say all manner of evil against you falsely for my sake. Happy is the man, blessed, glad is the man who has set his focus on Jesus Christ. And David gets in this chapter, and David gives some things all through this chapter that he's happy and glad about. He's so happy and glad. Blessed is the man. I am happy and glad, David says, about some things in this passage. Let me give them to you. Happy, glad is the man that understands the plan of redemption. I won't say tonight, I'm glad for the plan of redemption. Now, David here, David said, Blessed is he whose transgression is forgiven and whose sin is covered. Let's get to words. Forgiven. Forgiven. That word literally in that Old Testament Hebrew means to be taken up or to bear away. Brother Matt, that's what Jesus did. He bore up. He took up my sins and bore them to a cross. He took them up upon himself, bore them to a cross, and I have been forgiven. 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 Because Jesus bore my sins, took it upon himself, took it from me, bore it to the cross. I have been forgiven. But then David said, not just forgiven, but covered. Covered. And that word in the Hebrew means to dig a hole, put in and cover up. So get the picture. Man, I believe David's looking ahead To the cross, Brother Wade. He said, I've been forgiven. My sins have been taken up off of me. They've been borne up on a cross. And they've been buried and covered. Buried and covered in the blood of Jesus. Blessed is the... Oh, hallelujah. I have been forgiven. I have been covered. He bore my sins. He took them upon himself, Brother Mike. Bore them on a cross. And buried them beneath the blood of Jesus... In the sea of forgetfulness, as far as the east is from the west, however you want to say it, it's been covered, Brother Wade, and I am forgiven. I'm forgiven. Thou hast forgiven the iniquity. Psalm 85, 2. Thou hast forgiven the iniquity of thy people. Thou hast covered all their sin. Romans 4, 7. Blessed are they. Now, Paul quotes David right here. Blessed are they whose iniquities are forgiven and whose sins are covered. Boy, if God says something once in the Bible, that's awesome, Brother Kyle. If God says it twice, you ought to take note of that. David said it. Paul said it. Two of the greatest Christians in the Old and New Testament, Brother Joe. Blessed is the man whose sins are forgiven, whose iniquity is covered. Colossians 2.13, Paul says, And you being dead in your sins and the uncircumcision of your flesh, hath he quickened together with him, having forgiven you all trespasses. I have been forgiven. I'm glad for the plan of redemption. But not only have I been forgiven. Watch what David said. Verse number 2. Blessed is the man unto whom the Lord imputeth not iniquity. I've not only been forgiven. I've been favored in this plan of redemption. Say, what do you mean brother Tom? What does that word imputeth mean? It means put on the account of. Blessed is the man whose sins have not been imputed unto him. Brother Matt, my sins have not been imputed on my account. My sins have been imputed, Brother Jose, on his account. I am favored through the plan of redemption. He did not impute my sin upon me. He did not place my judgment upon me. He took it upon himself. He imputed my whole account upon himself. And what a thought, Brother Mike, if it had just been my account and your account, it would have been pretty bad. But then he added Brother Shane. And he added Brother Jose. And he added Brother Kyle. And he added Brother Joel. And he added Brother Joe. And Brother Tag. And Brother Cecil. And Brother Wade. And boy, it got heavy. And then he added Brother Matt. And then he added Brother Kerry. And then he, oh, my, 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 Brother Lee, he added you. Boy, it got a little bit heavier, but he took it all. And not just in this little room, but across the world, throughout all of time, he bore it all, imputed all of mankind's sin upon himself. But it's only to those, Wade, who trust him by faith. He took it all. He favored every man, woman, boy, and girl. But he gives it to them. The plan of redemption. I'm forgiven. I'm favored. And then, oh, hallelujah. Verse number three. uh, or, Or the end of verse number two. In whose spirit there is no guile. In whose spirit there is no guile. Blessed is that man unto whom the Lord imputeth not iniquity. And in whose spirit there is no guile. Now think of that last word iniquity right there. That word means an evil fault or punishment. I am not just forgiven, I'm not just favored, but I have no evil fault or punishment. I am free. I am free free from guilt, free from my past, free from judgment, free from death, free from separation. Free from the damnation of God's eternal judgment. I have been forgiven. I have been favored. And I have been set free. Tom Hayes said it like this. Put that on my account. Is what the Savior said. Put that on my account and cancel all the debt. My sins were oh so bad. And great was their amount. Oh, Lord, this is where me and my chair went two different ways. My sins were oh so bad and great was their amount. But now I'm free and glad. They're all on Christ's account. Hallelujah. Oh, glory. I can go home right now happy. I am glad for the plan of redemption. Glad for the plan of redemption. Number two. Glad for the place of refuge, verse 6 and 7. For this shall every one that is godly pray unto thee in a time when thou mayest be found. Surely in the floods of great waters they shall not come nigh unto thee. Glad for the place of refuge, I have a hiding place. Surely every one that is godly shall pray unto thee in a time when thou mayest be found. And get this now, get this. The floods of great waters shall not come nigh thee. Why can the floods not touch me? Because I've been steadied on Christ, the solid rock. That wise man builds his house upon a solid foundation. That wise man trusts Christ. The floods can't touch him. That foolish man builds his life on the sinking sand. And the floods crush him and destroy him and send him to judgment. But I've been founded on the solid rock, Brother Mike. And tonight I have a hiding place, a place of refuge where the floods cannot touch me. The floods cannot avail on me. I have a hiding place under the shelter of His wings. Man, if I could sing it, I would sing it. Under His wings, under His wings. Who from His love can sever? Under His wings my soul shall abide, safely abide forever. I have a hiding place. It's a place of protection The floods can't touch me. It's a place of preservation. Verse number 7. Thou art my hiding place. Thou shalt, what's the word? Preserve me from trouble. Now I believe with all my heart. Brother Joe, I believe with all my heart. When David wrote this verse under inspiration of the Spirit of God. I believe he's looking to that preserving place of the city of refuge. There's a hiding place in the city of refuge. And David says... In verse number 7, thou shalt preserve me from trouble. Thou shalt compass me about with songs of deliverance. I have a hiding place in God's little town of mercy where I am protected. Why did God give cities of refuge? It's a place where a man who was guilty of murder but he didn't mean to, he could find a place of refuge and he was safe until the high priest died. And what a picture will not get? Uh, will be here a while if I get into that. But Abner, Abner was there in the city of refuge. And David said, "Abner, you died like a fool because you left the king's table and went out to the place of separation, down at the well of Sarah, the place of separation." And the Bible said, "Abner died like a fool. He left the city of refuge." And let me say, in the city of refuge, brother Matt, there is peace. Protection, shelter at the king's table. Can I ask a question? Why would you leave the king's table in the city of refuge and go to the place of separation to die like a fool? You have a hiding place. You have a place of shelter. It's a place of preservation where the harm of this world cannot touch you. Psalm 27.5, For in the time of trouble... For in the time of trouble he shall hide me in his pavilion. In the secret of his tabernacle shall he hide me. He shall set me upon a rock. I have a place of protection. I have a place of preservation. And then David said it end of verse 7. I have a place of promise. I have a place of promise. You say I don't see a promise. I do. I do. Thou shalt compass me about with. Somebody help me. Y'all done closed your Bibles. Thou shalt compass me about with songs of deliverance. I have a promise that in this place of refuge, there is a song in the night. Boy, there's a song in the the time of trouble. There is a song in the time of sorrow. There is a song in the time of separation. Because God has given me a promise. Psalm thirty eleven. Thou hast turned for me my mourning into dancing. Thou hast put off my sackcloth and girded me with gladness. Psalm 28, 7. The Lord is my strength and my shield. My heart trusted in Him. And I am helped. Therefore my heart greatly rejoices. And with my song will I praise Him. Uh, Psalm 40, verse 3. He hath put a new song in my mouth. Even praise to my God. Many shall see it and fear and shall trust in the Lord. Psalm 42, 8. For the Lord will command his loving kindness in the daytime. And in the night his song shall be with me and my prayer unto the God of my life. You say, Brother Tom, why do you use so much scripture? Because it preaches way better than I do. I have a song in this place where there's a promise that God will be there. God will not fail me. God will not forsake me in this place of preservation, in this place of protection I have a song, child of God, you can have a song in the darkest of nights because God has a place of refuge. Psalm 118, 14, the Lord is my strength and song and has become my salvation. He hideth my soul in the cleft of the rock. Oh, hallelujah. Oh man, I wish I had a voice. I just sing a little bit. He hideth my soul. In the cleft of the rock. That shadows a dry thirsty land. He hideth my life. In the depths of his love. Lord God. Thank you brother Joel. He hideth my life. In the depths of his love. My God what love. Greater love hath no man than this, than a man lay down his life for his friends. Jesus said that to the disciples, sitting there fellowshipping with the disciples. Jesus looked at them, Brother Joel, and said, Greater love hath no man than this, than a man lay down his life for a friend. Next phrase from the mouth of Jesus. And ye are my friends. Hallelujah. I'm hid in Jesus. There's a place of refuge. There's a plan of redemption. And David said, I'm glad about it. I'm a blessed, happy man. I'm glad about the plan of redemption. I'm glad about the place of refuge. Number three, David said, I'm glad for the precious reward. Verse number eight. Now, don't miss this. I'm just going to highlight this and, and we'll move on and go home. Y'all can go watch the Braves lose again. Verse number 8, I will instruct thee and teach thee in the way which thou shalt go. I will guide thee with mine eye. I'm glad, David said, I'm glad for the precious reward. He said, Brother Tom, where's the reward? I will instruct thee and teach thee in the way which thou shalt go. I will guide thee with mine eye. Where's the reward? It's called the Holy Spirit of God. That guides and instructs you in the way and teaches you. The Holy Spirit, He's the reward. Man, you come to Christ. Wade, you are not alone. Day by day, there's somebody in you that teaches you and guides you and walks with you and fellowships with you. And you are not alone in this world. There is a great reward in the Spirit of God, Brother Joe. The reward of the Spirit of God who instructs us, I will instruct thee, who indwells us, and who inspires us. He leads and guides me. When I just fall in line. He inspires me to walk like Jesus. And it's really a, a good thing to walk like Jesus. You, you, you know it's kind of like. When your boys were little. Brother Rick and you'd, you'd be out in the, in the slippery mud. and the rain. And you look back and say. Now boys just step where I step. You're gonna make it. Just step where I step. Put your little feet in my big feet, and that's what the Holy Spirit says. Just step where I step, put your little insignificant self in my big old feet and walk with me. I used to make this comment, but I think the spirit when I taught math, I taught algebra and geometry and trig and calculus, and I love math, and swear Landing got it, and he's way smarter than his daddy. Uh, But I love teaching it and and brother Mike I used to say this to my class when I'd be on the board and now we're going to do this, this does this, this is why X is this and you got to take this term and you transpose it. Now I'd have young people raise a hand, I'd just stop and I'd say now listen, 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 listen. I'm going to walk you through this and all I'm asking you to do is walk with me. But I think the Holy Ghost says that to Tom Allen quite often. Tom Allen, Cecil Taylor, I'm going to walk you through this. May be difficult. May not be the best or funnest thing that you've ever learned. May not be enjoyable at this time, but I'm going to walk you through it. And all I'm asking you to do is walk with me. Because the Holy Spirit directs us. He guides us, instructs us. There is the reward. And David said, I'm glad for the precious reward. Verse 10, verse number 10, number 4. I'm glad for the promised rest. Many sorrows shall be to the wicked. But he that trusteth in the Lord, mercy shall compass him about. He that trusteth in the Lord, mercy shall compass him about. There is the gladness, the happiness about the promised rest. Boy, there's a lot to be said right there. I, I, I could have, I could have put a whole lot of scripture in here, but Jesus said, "Come unto me, all ye that labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest." There is a, a glad, precious, promised rest to the saint of God. We rest, number one, in His might. Many sorrows shall be to the wicked, but he that trusteth in the Lord, mercy shall compass him about. There is rest in the might of Christ. Because when you're resting in the arms of Jesus, nothing can harm you. Boy, I went there last Wednesday, so we'll not go back there. But in the mighty arms of Jesus is great rest. Not just in, in the mighty arms of Jesus, but in the mercy of Christ. You can rest in the mercy of God. And you can do that because uh, David said the mercies of God are new every day. The mercies of God are new every day. What you had yesterday, you're going to need something different tomorrow. And therefore, you can rest in the mercy of God. It's a promised rest to the saint of God. Come unto me and rest. Jesus said, come unto me and rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn of me. For I'm meek and lowly in heart, and you shall find rest unto your souls. Yeah, but brother Tom, if if I come to Jesus for rest, and I take on the yoke of Jesus, that that boy, that's burdensome. Uh, no, it's not. You got to get the picture, brother Matt. In them old days before John Deere tractors, Amen. Before John Deere tractors, brother Mike, they would hook up them oxen to that yoke. And no matter what the load was, Brother Joel, no matter how much they put in the wagon, no matter how much they laid on the slate, Brother Matt, no matter how heavy the load, all that ox had to do was lean on the yoke. All it had to do was lean. That's what Jesus says. Take my yoke. Lean on me. Just lean on Jesus. It's easy and light. Jesus didn't lie about it. Brother Mike, God didn't lie about that. It's easy and light. Just lean on Jesus. Let his yoke do the work. It's all on him. It's not on me and you. There's a rest in Jesus. David said, I'm glad for the promised rest. Number five, and I'm done. Verse 11. Some of y'all are real happy about that. Verse number 11. Be glad, happy, blessed. Be glad in the Lord and rejoice, ye righteous, and shout for joy, all ye that are upright in heart. David said, I'm glad for the plan of redemption, I'm glad for the place of refuge. I'm glad for the precious reward. I'm glad for the promised rest. And then David closes this little passage and says, I am glad tonight. I'm blessed. I'm happy. I'm glad about the present rejoicing. Be glad in the Lord and rejoice, ye righteous, and shout for joy. Shout for joy. Isn't it amazing, Brother Joel? Miss Nancy's an awesome cook. Has Miss Nancy ever made something and it come out perfect and she went, woo! No, Miss Nancy's not that way. My wife's not either. You ever got happy about something that come out right? Well, your life is right in Jesus. And David said, woo! Shout for joy about it. There is A present rejoicing. Well, I know when we get to heaven, boy, we're going to shout around the throne with the angels and the saints of God. We'll shout it out when we get to heaven. Why don't you do it down here? Why don't you rejoice in the Lord? Why don't you be glad in Jesus? There is a present rejoicing. Be glad in the Lord. Rejoice. Uh, The joy of the Lord gives you strength. Be glad in the Lord. Rejoice. There's strength in your rejoicing. The joy of the Lord gives stability to your life. The joy of the Lord brings satisfaction. So David says, be glad that you've been redeemed. Be glad that you have a refuge. Be glad for the rest. Be glad for the reward. Man, I think, let me just say it. I thank God for the Holy Spirit of God, the reward I have. Thank God that you can rejoice in the goodness of God. All I can say, Brother Joe, all I can say tonight is I am glad for redemption. I'm glad for the place of refuge. I am blessed that I have a reward of the Holy Spirit. I am blessed and happy and glad tonight that I have rest and I can rejoice. Because God has been good. So good. I have been blessed. Oh, I have been blessed. I might sing it out right here, but I'm going to do one chorus. God is so good to me. Precious are his thoughts of you and me. That's marvelous. Okay, sidetrack, squirrel. God thinks of you, and that's a precious thought. Brother Brian, God thinks of you, and that's a precious thought. Oh, hallelujah. Hallelujah. Precious are his thoughts of you and me. No way I could count them. There's not enough time. So I'll just thank him for being so kind. God has been good. So good. I have been blessed. Oh, praise the Lord. I've got so much to thank him for. When I look around and see the good things he's done for me, I'll just say it since I can't sing it. When I look around and see the good things he's done for me, I know I'm unworthy of them all. But his blessings, he freely gives. And I owe my life to him. I've got so much to thank him for. So much to praise him for. He has been good to me. He's been good to you. Blessed is the man. Happy is the man. Glad you can be glad tonight. Have you been redeemed? You can be glad. Do you have a refuge? You can be glad because you are blessed. Sometimes I wake. Oh, hallelujah! Sometimes I wake up in the morning. See, I've made it through the night. I listen for my family. Sure enough, they're all right. As we gather around the table, bow our heads in thankfulness. With tear-filled eyes, my heart cries. Say it, Matt. Still blessed. There's never been a day. Amen. There's visitors here. There's never been a day. He doesn't give me all I need. Even when I wake up to the storm, my soul cries peace. Sometimes I try to count them. they are too many, I confess. So with arms upraised... I'll just say, still blessed. Thank you, Lord, we're blessed. I'm a glad, happy man.